someone had the nerve to tell me that I like to work just in an offhand way. We were sitting around doing some things and they said, oh, give it to Benjamin. He likes to work. I was about to refute this and I was about to call him out, but I realized something. They have a completely different viewpoint on life and getting things done than I do. I have a very different way of seeing things. And it's been over time that I practice this. I've gotten it in my head. And you know what? I do have a different way of looking at things. I do tackle tasks differently. And from a certain point of view, yeah, I guess I do like to work, but it's not like that. And I'm going to get into how I tackle tasks in this episode of Mr. Bench's ADD experience. Thank you all for joining us. It's another one. Um, sorry, I'm starting so late if you're here live, but I had a few things I had to do. I have a little bit of a headache and whatever. That's beside the point. We're still here. We're still doing it as always. In fact, this is one of the tasks I said to myself, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing this. So I'm here back again and we're doing it. Want to uh, just shout out to everybody that's been following along, checking me out on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe there. Checking me out on Instagram, obviously, those who show up live. And those who are on my email list, everybody, thank you very much. This is going to be a good thing. We're going to keep on doing this and we're going to keep growing from here. So I won't, ta- I won't tarry on this one too long. So I'm just going to go ahead and kind of get into it. You know, I'm working on this little book about job booking. And one of the things I do is I have these little notebooks I call, I call my job books. And I take down bits of information, ideas, curiosities, thoughts that I'm having, and task. Tasks are one of the things that I put in this book. And doing this started getting me to formalize my, my task writing process. And over, it's been something that I've been developing over time, whether it's been through corporate America, through the video game industry, through work at home, just working on myself or whatever. I started coming up with my own little task list system. So I st- wanted to just give it to you, give you a brief overview We can talk about it. You can ask me questions. And I just thought I'd share. So first thing, what are tasks? This is an important question because you're going to have a different answer for this than I do. And you need to express that to yourself in your own way. So tasks are things that you think are going to benefit you and that you need to get done. That is a definition of it. Now, I like to look at it as just things that I would like to do. But a lot of people see it in a different way. And first of all, you need to own your own task. And what I mean by that, owning your own task, and I'll call this section one, section one, owning your own task. You need to make them yours. Now, a lot of times when we think of task lists, we think of things that we have to do or something that somebody's told us to do or something that we have a responsibility for, they're putting on us. And it's this external pressure to do these things. And that is fine for certain situations. If you're in a if you're in a job situation, you've got tasks going on and they tell you, hey, you have to get these five things done. You go to your supervisor or whatever, your partner, and you work out a task list and you get things done. Or you may have been in that supervisor position and you work with a subordinate and say, hey, here are the tasks that we need to get done. You decide on the list of tasks. But when you're looking at your own life and your own things and things that you have to do, Looking at something, some of something like task as a burden, looking at it like a thing you have to do, looking at it as a way of, you know, just uh, slogging through the day. That's your first issue right there. And you're going to have problems getting with it. And it's just going to stress you out. 
what I do here with this little pad of paper is not to stress anybody out. It's not to make your life worse. It's to make your life better. As I said, my definition for task is things that I would like to do that would benefit my life. Actually, I really like that. Things that I would like to do that benefit my life. So the first thing you want to do is start to own the idea of a task. And maybe you don't even want to call it a task. Maybe you want to call it instead of a task list. Task sounds too much like taskmaster to you. Maybe you use opportunity list. That's one the one I like. I call it an opportunity list because it's an opportunity for me to go do things. Or maybe you do like to call it a to-do list because you get up and you think, yeah, I'm going to get this stuff done. It's my to-do list. We're going to get it done. Or maybe call it a get it done list or a KO list because you're knocking stuff out. Maybe you call it your happy day list because if you get these things done and when you get these things done, you'll be happy. Whatever you want to call it, call it something that makes sense to you. You don't have to call it a task list, but for the sake of simplicity and speaking on this topic right here, I'm going to call them task lists. As I said, you can call them whatever you want. I call them opportunity lists. I'll delve in more to that later because it's a whole crazy way of looking at things. But make sure you define it the way you want to. And part two of that is not just to define it by the wording of a task list, opportunity list, to-do list, jot list, whatever. Not only do you want to define it in terms of the words, but how you look at it. What is this list of items really for? Is it just for getting through the day? Bad way of looking at it. It needs to be, I'm doing this because it's going to make my life better. I'm doing this because when I get it done, things will have changed for the better. I'm going to do this because it's going to empower me to move things forward in the future. This is how you should look at task lists. This is how you should look at getting things done. It's all about writing things down that seem beneficial to you. And when I say beneficial, you you do it not just to get a result. You do it also because of the activity itself. Because when you're getting to that stage, you're really getting into enjoying and embracing what you're doing, how you're doing things, and how you're moving forward. All right, I thought somebody was actually going to come, come talk to me about something. So I decided to stop before I got into the rest of my flow on this. All right, so you're writing things down that seem beneficial to you. You've embraced the idea of this thing called a task. You're going to go forward and, you know, really make it happen for yourself. And this is something that you want to do, you're engaging in, and it's going to benefit your life. So you're creating a list. First of all, why would we want to write down a list of things? I'm going to get exactly into how I do my writing down in a second. But why would you want to do this? You get more focus and clarity from a task list. You get, when, when you see everything that you have to do written down or everything that you're going to want to do written down, you're like, oh, there's this, there's that. I can go pick up this. And your mind starts to become a little more focused and a little more clear on how things look. If there's something else that you want to do, just add it to the list. If, or if you're going to remember it anyway, then just don't write it down. But when you have a list, you're more focused, you're more clear. And you've offloaded some of those thoughts onto the paper and outside of your head. Get ease of mind. If you've if you take taken the day in the in the morning or at night before the next day starts, if you just write down your task and you say to yourself, here are the things that would help me move forward, and I think it's a good amount of things that I can get done, then you have a little ease of mind. You're like, this is what I can do. 
this is how I'm going to get it done by going through this, this list. And this will be beneficial to me. Once you've say, said that every day, you kind of have a little bit more peace of mind. You may still have the stress of going through the actual list itself and stressing out what is it going to matter if I get it done or how is this going to affect people, et cetera, et cetera. But you do have the focus and the clarity on it. You do have the the ease of mind because you put it down and it's it's something you can see now. And it's not so amorphous and abstract anymore. It's there. Also, another th- reason to jot things down is because you get a sense of accomplishment. Every time you start writing something down, you're like, boom, that is a concrete thing that I can do. And once I get it done, I will have a sense of accomplishment. It's motivating, it's reassuring, and it keeps you moving. Also, it gives you a sense of organization. If you got quite a few things on your list that you're writing down and you start to see, oh, okay, this is how I can do this. I can do these two around the same time. I can do this in the morning. I can do this at night. I can do this. Maybe I can even write, scratch that one off the list completely. I don't want to do it. Whatever. You start to understand more about what's happening and it starts to organize your mind a little better. And after repeated practice, you'll definitely get in the habit of figuring out, okay, my mind is organized. I can operate and exist through my day easier. In fact, when new things come up, you're able to say, oh, well, how can I slot that in? Here's the other stuff I have wanted for myself to do today, or I, I told myself would be beneficial to do today. How can I fit this new thing in? And because you're already organized, you can just shuffle things around a little easier. Another thing it brings up is speed and efficiency. If you've got a list of things, then you don't have to stop and think, uh, what am I going to do next? Um, how am I going to wait a minute? Did I, should I do this before that? If you've got a list, you can just start bouncing around, boom, knocking things out while you're doing one task. Maybe in the back of your mind, you have the next task coming up and you can start getting into that, you know, what's going to happen next phase in your mind. And that's like a, you know, I'm looking forward to kind of feeling. And that, that's a good feeling to have when you're doing something and you're looking forward to the very next step. You can enjoy the moment. You start looking forward to that very next moment and you can enjoy the current moment even better. Sounds weird, but it's that balance of continuous movement where you're enjoying the moment because you kind of know what the next moment is that's coming. It's a cyclical rolling momentum kind of thing. I'll get into that one way later because that's a heavy woo-woo topic, being in the moment and embracing the past and future, etc. Anyway, Speed and efficiency. That's another thing that Jotbooking can bring you. Um, putting your task in a Jotbook can bring you. Speed and efficiency. So as you're going throughout your day, you spend a lot of time actually considering what should I do? How should I do this? Is this the right thing to be doing? And in those moments, you start to look around and say, hey, what about this? And oh, look, I'm on the internet for three hours. And oh, how'd I get, how'd I get over here? And oh, I guess I didn't need to go shopping, you know, and spend four hours in the in the produce aisle. And speaking of list, while I'm here, I can bring up sublist. If you create a list and one of the items is go shopping, you can just flip to another page and on that side, put a shopping list. So as you're going through your list, you see how I have mine here. I cross them out as I, as I decide they're finished or they're addressed, or I'm going to move them off later. I'm done with them for the day. I just mark them out. But if I had shopping list, I had shopping, grocery shopping written on here. I put that down and then I create a sub list 
on the next page of things that I'm actually going to do when I go shopping. That's how you get into multi-tiered uh, list, multi-tiered task. You can get more things done by, by defining what these little tasks are. Now, when you go to the grocery store, I don't know if you've ever heard the idea that you kind of walk around and there are no clocks. You can't see what time it is. Like a casino, you kind of get trapped in there and you're just wandering, picking up stuff. And you think, oh, maybe we need this or should you should we buy this? Or, Let me go back to the toy section, because I was supposed to get if you have it all written down, you spend nearly no time in a shopping center. You just get in, get what you want. Once that one's done, you've written your name on it. I mean, I've written your name. You've written your grocery items on it. After it's done, you just tear it out, throw it away, and it's out of your mind, and you're done with that, and you can go back to your main list day. So that was about speed and efficiency and also throws in a little of my next topic, which is it relieves stress. In the beginning, when I spoke about reframing this to things that you think will benefit you, that it, and the reason I was stressed, or the reason I stressed, the reason I emphasize putting something in your terms and not in terms of stuff you have to do or stuff other people want you to do or things that, you know, external forces have put upon you as a responsibility. When you have something that is in yours and in your control and in your mind is about doing beneficial things for you, it'll actually relieve stress. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, here are these things. I can Eh, I don't have to do the whole thing right now. I can just do part of it, scratch it off and do the next part later. Eh, I don't have to. I can. It'll relieve stress. You won't start feeling like you forgot something. You lost something or you put something to the side. It's all right there in your task list. In fact, I have an I have a task here that says stretch. I stretched a little bit, but I didn't completely do it. Is that OK? Is that not OK? It's not like I have a manager or anything looking at me, so. I'm fine with it. If I don't do it, that's fine. If I do, if I if I say that I've done enough, that's fine. If I want to do more, that's fine too. So for right now, I still have it on my list. I could add an addendum to it, stretch some more, whatever. However you want to do it that makes you feel better, do that. But that's in general the things that jotting down task does for you. And I need to go through that because I don't want people to feel feel like it's a, it's a burden to do this. Once you get in the habit of it, it'll actually ease your mind because here you will have a written record of ways you can flow. And if you ever start getting bored or if you ever start getting scatterbrained or you get distracted by life, things are coming up, then I always just go back to my job book. I see my task list is in there for the day. Boom. And keep going about my business. Now, what should you jot? Obviously, you know, you say you have a lot of things to do during the day. But get it in your head that you're going to jot down as a task. Anything that feels beneficial for you to do that day. Meditation. Cleaning up. Calling friends. Thinking. Relaxing. Playing video games. It doesn't necessarily have to fall in any certain category. And in fact, you can even create your own categories. So you can have a complete page full of work things I'm going to do, home things I'm going to do, social things you're going to accomplish. It doesn't matter how you want to frame it, because with this type of list and system, you can just create separate lists if you need them 
I don't, I put everything pretty much on one list. And if something needs to get broken down to subtask, I do sub, I do another list for subtask, but that's just me. You can do it however you want to. So when you're thinking about what should I jot down, just start down with, start jotting down things that you think will benefit. Simple things, putting your socks away, putting your clothes away, text messaging your, your high school buddy, whatever. You start simple, start writing them down. And over time, you'll start noticing that you will be getting these benefits of knocking stuff out, feeling better about moving forward. And you may not notice it directly, but you definitely will start getting the momentum and that momentum will start feeling good to you. And when you stop doing this practice, you may replace it with something else. But when you stop doing this practice of keeping track of tasks or things that are beneficial to you, you'll notice you'll be, un unless you're well-practiced in the head, you'll probably notice you're, you're going to be a little less efficient, a little less happy about what you've accomplished, and you will be a little less motivated, or at least that's been my experience. And according to Harvard Business Review, who I looked up some things that they, they had done in terms of tasks, you'll just be a little, you'll, the probability that you'll be a little le worse off is higher. So we don't want that. We want you to do much better. All right. So now also on that note, you can, should write down things that you can do and you can do anything you want, but I tend to keep my task in, in line of, yeah, I can do that or that'll be fine to do, or I can get that done where I'm okay with it. And I feel empowered enough to actually do something. If there's a task too big, like earn a million dollars the next day, you know, I'll come out and say it right now. I've never earned a million dollars in one day. If that's too big, that may sit on your task list and you're like, I didn't earn a million dollars today. Maybe I need to break that down into something smaller. And then you say the next day, scratch that out and write down, earn $400,000 in a day. And that may be realistic for you. I don't know who you are, but that may be realistic for you. If it's just earn $10 in a day, that may be realistic for you. $2 a day. And then you keep trying that. And that gets me to my next, uh, next way of next thing about tackling tasks is actually getting to task and revising them and revisiting them until they work for you. We tend to beat ourselves up and bang our heads against the wall when we don't get something done right, or we don't work through something in the way that we think it should have been done. But usually we have multiple chances and multiple tries at things. So if you don't, if your task doesn't work out for you, maybe you need to rephrase it, right? You say you're going to clean your room. You try cleaning your room, you look at it the next day, and it's kind of a mess. You're like, oh, that didn't work. So you right now clean your room again. You try it again. Didn't work. There's still things not right. It's just, it's just messy. You've thrown stuff in the closet. Your room really wasn't clean. So maybe you need to revise that too. So maybe you need to revise that too. Instead of clean your room, make your bed. Just have that one thing. And if you can do that and get in the habit of that, then that'll start building momentum. Maybe not make your bed. Maybe clean all the papers off your desk. If you have that written down every day and you start making that your one thing to do in terms of cleaning your room, 
maybe you can handle that. And that's breaking stuff down into smaller bits so you can build momentum. Or maybe you've got something that's too specific and you need to be a little broader. Maybe, you know, organize these five pencils on my desk. Maybe that's a little too focused and it's just a little too annoying to keep track of. Maybe that's when you broaden it a little bit and like, you know what? If it's on my desk, I'm just going to clean it. Or, you know, maybe you don't want to clean your room one day and or maybe you're, someone else is coming in the room and they're bothering you. So instead of clean your room, maybe you need to expand it to just clean. So at some point in the day, you stop and say, you know what? I need to clean something. Maybe it's cleaning the dishes. Maybe it's cleaning the, the patio. Maybe it's cleaning out your car. Maybe you just need to clean something once a day and you don't need to force yourself into trying to clean your room because that's the most important thing or clean your house because that's the right thing to do. If you need to get into that momentum, you start with what you can do, what you think is going to benefit you in starting to get that energy and momentum forward. A lot of people, and I'll jump on the importance right here, a lot of people like to prioritize and get very specific on, you know, here are the most important things and you got to do this first and focus on the, the 20% and make sure that you, and I'm all about that, by the way, but if it ever bothers me, I switch to something else. You have to do what gets you going forward with your momentum. And if you look at your task list, your opportunity list, your to-do list, if you look at your list and you see that something's there that's not important, but you still want to do it, you might just need to go ahead and do that thing. If there's something on your list that's super important, you know you really want to do it, you've written a star next to the item, you've circled it three times, highlighted it, and put priority under it in the capital letters, but you don't want to do that right away, maybe you do something else first. Maybe it's like, you know what? I said I was going to start on this proposal, this grant proposal that I'm doing for this art project. But before I do that, I'm going to meditate. And meditation's on your list. It's not the most important thing, but maybe you just need to get something done to get started. So do that first. Maybe there are other things that aren't as important, but will get you flowing better. Start on that first. I'm all about intentionality and doing what you want, what you need, think you need to do. So that's why I organize my list this way. And because these tasks aren't put on me from somebody else, or I'm not trying to put undue pressure on myself, or I don't have a corporate entity pushing on me saying, hey, do this this way first, then I have the freedom to get my energy going in the way I want to. And my stress level is way reduced. And because of that, on the whole, on the net, I really get things done a lot more efficiently when I can adjust the order of operations into what I think is important. If you're in a corporate situation and you're telling somebody what to do, yeah, maybe better to just say, hey, do the most important thing. This is the most important thing. You go get this done because I'm your boss and I can tell you what to do. That may be fine for you and your boss type situation, but and it may be fine even for the subordinate. The subordinate just comes in to work one day and they say, hey, do this. This is the most important thing. Subordinate is probably like, cool. Now there's no question on what I need to do. I'll go do that. That usually just works itself out. But the reason you have your own way of doing things and your own framing is because you're just trying to get momentum to get things done. So that's how I tackle a lot of tasks. And 
sometimes it doesn't work out just right, but it saves me a lot of sanity. And I prefer that sometimes I do really just bite my tongue, bite my lip and force myself to do something super important. And that's fine too. But most often I'll rephrase the task, come at it from a different angle, reword it, revise it or whatever. So that's that for uh, deciding how you want to go about your task. Now, one thing I do want to say, I almost forgot here, is when you're writing down your task, write down more than you can do in a day. You keep your task list full so that nothing comes in to distract you. One of the main benefits of a jot book is that it keeps you from distractions. So if you have a lot of stuff on your list, a lot of things going on, a lot of options to choose from, then you can, to a certain extent, if you have a lot of options to choose from, then you can then you can know that, hey, I'm going to have a full day. I'm going to have a very re- rewarding day because there's so much there. And when people say, hey, what did you do yesterday? It's like, oh, man, check this out. I went to did this. I cleaned my room. I called such and such. I started typing that email proposal up. I started doing the grant option for the art show. And it's going to be great. And oh, by the way, I also had the chance to cook flan. I never made flan before. I did that. I went to the grocery store, got this and that. And they're like, whoa, how do you get stuff done? It's like, yeah, I wasn't screwing around. I had a full list of things that I ch- had to choose from. I had a long list of things that I was going to do. And I got up and started getting them done. And I looked forward to it because I wrote it down. I looked at it and said, that's a lot of good things that benefit me. And I'm going to get all this done. And it's just great. And I'm going, I'm riding, I'm knocking things out. I'm getting stuff done. I am killing this task list. That's going to be it for me today. This is Mr. Benja with Mr. Benja's ADD Experience. Thank you. Follow along on YouTube. Follow along on your favorite podcast streams. I will talk to you later. Thanks. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. You all make everything I do possible, and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit mrbinja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.